they are potentially everything and no thing until they are observed. They exist everywhere and nowhere until they are observed. Thus, everything in our physical reality exists as pure potential. If subatomic particles can exist in an infinite number of possible places simultaneously, we are potentially capable of collapsing into existence an infinite number of possible realities. In other words, if you can imagine a future event in your life based on any one of your personal desires, that reality already exists as a possibility in the quantum field, wanting to be observed by you. If your mind can influence the appearance of the electron, then theoretically it can influence the appearance of any possibility. Are you ready to start believing all things are possible, create the absolute best version of yourself and find your own definition of healthy inside and out? Welcome to the Make It Personal podcast. I'm your host, Dorotea, and together we will cover the topics all about mindset, self-development, self-confidence, and self-love, combined with nutrition and movement to help you discover your personal balance of body and mind. There is no one size fits all to anything, and connecting to your personal self is the only way to go. Let mindset be your best friend, no matter what you choose to do. It's time you finally create that version of yourself you keep dreaming about. Let's make it personal. Hello guys and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for all the beautiful feedback regarding the previous episode. When I was recording it, I knew that it was important and I knew that a lot of people needed that, but I I couldn't even imagine the amount of messages I received and how much your eyes were opened regarding that mentality and regarding how you're approaching a healthy lifestyle and seeing that this is kind of the beginning of your true health journey just because of this episode truly means so much to me and know that you can always reach out to me on Instagram, send me a DM and I will try to help you as much as I can and if you also do need a professional help, I also do offer one-on-one nutrition online consultation so if you think that you need to go even deeper than that, know that this is also possible. I'll put it in the show notes, but you can always find the link in my bio, whether you're following me on Instagram and TikTok. But even if not, knowing that just almost an hour episode opened your eyes so much and helped you so much and that you already feel like the weight has been lifted off of your shoulders just by listening to that, that truly makes my heart so happy and so at peace. That being said, today's episode is going to be something completely different from the previous topic. Today's episode is going to be definitely more on the scientific side, but I promise you this is life-changing. Like I am genuinely right now ecstatic to be recording this because I cannot explain it to you. My mind is absolutely exploding. So I think like around two or three weeks ago, I shared on my social media that I've started reading a new book and I've had this book on my shelves for like already half a year, but I don't know why I wasn't called to it up until this moment and this book is called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza and I'm familiar with his work and I'm familiar with some of his other books and I've already dived deeper into what he does and what he talks about but this book I cannot explain it to you 
how aesthetic I feel right now. And I actually like two or three weeks ago, I when I was reading this, when I had these realizations, because he pretty much like we're going to talk about, you know, by the title, you can tell we're talking today about and the scientific explanation on how we create our reality. And the truth is that I have actually been taught all of these information in my university. If you know or do not know, I have a bachelor in nutrition science and a master's in food safety management. But these are like primarily engineering science type of studies, meaning that when you start out studying this, you start out with the basic, you need to have a good background in science, let's put it that way. So my first two years of my university consisted of eight different types of chemistry and biology and math and physics, like all of those science stuff. Okay. So me having eight different types of chemistries and listening to like the structure of atoms and stuff like that, we're going to get to why this is important soon, but listening to all of that and no one ever connected it this way as this was connected in this book. Like my mind is genuinely exploding because I for a fact know that all of these things that I'm about to share with you truly have a scientific background. So I started reading this book and I still haven't read it till the end and I'm obviously not going to be retelling you the whole book. Of course, if you are interested in it and if you would like to go deeper, then just read the book. Highly recommend. This is one of those books that if you equally love science as much as you do law of attraction and all things creating your reality, you're going to love this book. And I'm obviously not going to be retelling you the whole story, but some parts of it, like because I have this science knowledge, I feel the urge that I have to share with you. Because when you realize this, whether you're a scientist or not, it doesn't matter. Like I'm going to try to explain it to you like you don't understand the thing here. I, I feel like I really, you know, it's my responsibility. <laughs> to share this with the world because some sort of a switch happened in my mind. And also <laughs> a little side note before we get into the episode, like two or three weeks ago, four weeks ago, I don't know anymore. Uh, when I started reading this book and then when I started having these realizations, I recorded a shorter version of this podcast episode as a voice message to my best friends who have a group chat. And I, I legitimately recorded this the moment I woke up because I was reading reading the book in the evening and then when I woke up all the information kind of I became even more aware of them and I recorded this like voice message and I was laughing like a, a legit crazy scientist and my best friend actually sent like a photo of a crazy scientist lookalike like Einstein and she stated like oh this this is you right now and I legit feel this way right now okay so I'm always like excited about the podcast episodes that I record but about this one I'm truly aesthetic. Today's topic, as I said, and as you already know by the title, is going to be a scientific explanation on how exactly do we create our reality and what is our power here. Like, it's all nice when people talk about law of attraction and that different types of realities exist out there, but when you don't quite understand how is that possible, you always have this, um, let's say, a bit of a doubt. And when you want to create a reality, you want to get rid of all all the doubts. You have to hardcore 150% believe that this is in your hands. And this is why it's so important to have the knowledge like completely and then being able to apply this knowledge. So today's episode is definitely going to be like a short science lecture. But as I 
said. I will try to explain it like you don't know a thing and I promise you that by the end of it you will realize how worthy this episode is and you'll be so glad that you stuck with it till the end no matter if you understand science or you are completely like I have no clue about anything. Okay so just hang in there as I go along and keep an open mind and just let the knowledge I'm giving you slowly expand and then in the end we're gonna get to the the big picture the the important stuff I mean everything is important but like the the moral of the story let's put it that way so we are starting with a structure of an atom you probably know because this is something that is taught usually even in elementary schools around Europe and in high schools an atom is the smallest particle of everything that exists in this world so this means you animals nature your furniture houses like everything is consistent of atoms and when you think about atoms you usually have this picture in mind that we're gonna call a classical atom this is usually like that model that we've been shown throughout our elementary and high school years that looks like kind of like toothpick and styrofoam ball models okay and before Einstein and before the quantum physics came along people believed that an atom was made of relatively like a solid nucleus with like smaller subparticles that we know are electrons, protons, and neutrons. Okay, so you can imagine an atom. You have an atom and there's a nucleus inside and around the nucleus there are smaller parts that create an atom, okay? And when you think about an atom in this way, it seems as if an atom is made of solid stuff. Like, you know, a concrete nucleus and a concrete subparticles around it. But there is much more to that. Quantum physics then became a thing and scientists like Einstein started connecting the dots, how things really work, let's put it that way. And they came to a conclusion that atom is mostly an empty space meaning that it is an energy so you have a nucleus in the middle that's still correct and then you have an electron cloud around it and then we have this definition that went from a classical atom definition to a quantum atom definition and this atom actually consists of 0.0001% mass and 99. 99999% energy, meaning that atom is more energy than it is mass, meaning that it is more empty space than it is a particle. And this is really important to know because as we go further, you will see why this is so important. So just keep in mind, you, you don't have to memorize all of these things, you don't have to understand these things, but just take in consideration that the smallest particle of everything alive in this earth or not alive of everything in this world is mostly an empty space an energy and just a very but a very small percentage of mass okay then we're going to explain another thing that you also probably already know and those are Newton's laws of motion I'm not going to be getting into that like don't be afraid uh, but what you need to know about them is that they apply to pretty much everything in this world um, they are laws of motion meaning they are 
predictable, we can reproduce them, and they are consistent. And they work on the bigger picture, meaning that you look at the, the anything in this world from the outside, you can apply Newton's laws of motion. So what's important is that you uh, remember that and that they are predictable. And then scientists with Himes started researching, do these laws work on a subatomic level, meaning on the, the subparticles of atoms. And the thing is that these elements of atom didn't obey the laws of classical physics, meaning they didn't obey the Newton's laws the way that larger objects did. And this is the first time that they realized that electrons behave in very unpredictable ways. For example, they can interact with the nucleus, they can move towards its center, they can move away, they can gain and lose energy, they can appear and disappear, they can show up all over the place, and they can not be there. So meaning that there is an infinite potential of where electrons may be and where they can appear and so on. So that was the first thing. The first thing is realizing that the way that they behave, the way that their nature is, is that it is completely unpredictable. And then when you have a particle, a particle usually has a mass and this is matter and electrons do have a mass, but it is so, so, so small and exists so temporarily that is like almost non-existent but then at the same time the the their ability to be unpredictable uh, means that we can measure their energy dependent characteristics such as wavelength or potential and this was the the other thing that they figured out that they can at the same time exist as a particle meaning as a matter or as an energy this is also very important for you to take from here just hang in there we're getting to the point very very soon this is what makes subatomic world unique because it possesses not just physical qualities but also energetic qualities i know this is very scientific at this point and i know that this may feel very overwhelming if you're not someone who has been into science but just hang in there i promise you we're getting there very soon so what you have to understand so far let's just repeat atoms are more empty space more energy than mass and they're smaller particles that consist an atom they behave both as a matter and both as energy and they behave in very unpredictable ways which is completely opposite from what we see in the physical reality okay and then we get to another realizations that they had when they started researching how atoms work and how how things on subatomic level work uh, we get to something that we called an observer effect and i did not know about this okay and when I read about that in uh, Joe Dispenza's book I actually went and googled that and when I realized that that is actually a thing like my mind was just you know like just <laughs> let's let's put it that way okay but let me let me explain it to you and then you can google this and if you're a skeptic uh, realize it yourself I think it is very healthy that anyone out there, you know, even if you're listening to me to this episode, and even if I say like, oh, I'm a scientist, and you should always be skeptical a little bit about some things because, you know, you should not believe just because I say something is as it is. Like, you should always check it for yourself, okay? So if you're a skeptic after I explain it to you, 
just google it and you'll see that this is a legitimately a thing so anyways we go back to the electrons they act in very unpredictable ways meaning that they can exist simultaneously in an infinite array of possibilities so the question that scientists had is, but when will they appear? They started observing it and they figured out, depending on the person observing or measuring tiny particles that make up atoms or the instrument that was measuring and observing this will affect the behavior of these small particles. Meaning that when an observer would focus attention on any location of any electron, that electron would appear and if an observer would focus attention in a different location this is where electron would appear okay I, I think that by this time you're kind of seeing where we are going with this and with this discovery when we talk in quantum physics world this discovery led to realizing that energy and matter can no longer be considered separate because in this case scenario subjective mind will produce measurable changes on the objective meaning on the physical world so if matter and energy are no longer considered separate and this is actually the the equation the the very famous equation of albert einstein where you have um energy is mass um times c2 I, i'm sorry i know the equation the thing is that i'm trying to translate it into english but i'm pretty sure you know the equation so that equation tells you like energy equals mass it doesn't equal it but they are reciprocate you know and they realized that we can no longer consider energy and matter separate meaning that that mind and matter cannot be considered separate and with this observer effect you can notice that when an observer focuses attention in one location this is where matter would appear so just apply this to you and realize that you are the observer and where you put your focus this is the reality that you are choosing so your mind is energy and the reality around you is the physical world is the matter so where you put your energy, where you put your mind, where you put your focus, that is the, the physical, the matter that will appear. I'm just going to give you a moment for you to digest this and realize that we all are observers and that this legitimately is in science. And I, once again, I, I'm, I'm not angry and I'm not pissed off, but I'm just like, I've been studying this for so long and no one has ever connected the dots like this, ever. And I'm like, just, just why? I had all of this knowledge, but no one connected it this way for me. Like, why? And this is why I really, really have this responsibility to share it with you. Now you realize that we are the observer and where we put our energy, this is the reality that we are choosing. And as electrons exist out there, they can exist in infinite amounts of possibilities. So this is an explanation of how, you know, how they always say like um, different realities exist all at the same time. I think it's okay when you're really into personal development and you accept 
accept this as a fact like yeah different realities exist but i never understood how exactly and now i understand because the, the just the, the explanation of atom gives you this realization if electrons the smallest particles of atom of everything that exists in this world can exist in different types of possibilities so they can appear here and there and there and whatnot and they will appear where you put your focus this is the explanation on how different realities can exist and it's just a matter of which one you will choose that will actually become a part of your life so it's just a question of what reality are you choosing but we're going to go a little bit deeper than that so now you have the explanation of how is it possible that i am the one creating reality and how is it possible that different realities exist at the same time and i really don't want to leave any space for any doubt so i'm just gonna read you one paragraph from the book that completely explains everything that i've just stated in my own words so if there is anything else that you need clarified i think that this paragraph will help so okay i'm just gonna read it and then we're gonna continue from here everything in our universe is made up of subatomic particles such as electrons by their very nature these particles when they exist as pure potential are in their wave state while they are not being observed they are potentially everything and no thing until they are observed. They exist everywhere and nowhere until they are observed. Thus, everything in our physical reality exists as pure potential. If subatomic particles can exist in an infinite number of possible places simultaneously, we are potentially capable of collapsing into existence an infinite number of possible realities. In other words, if you can imagine a future event in your life based on any one of your personal desires that reality already exists as a possibility in the quantum field wanting to be observed by you if your mind can influence the appearance of the electron then theoretically it can influence the appearance of any possibility okay this is so far my favorite paragraph from this book and i just simply had to share it with you so this is regarding the whole explanation and I could easily stop the episode here but I do want to go a little bit deeper because I think that you know now you know that you are observer and now you know that where you put your focus this is the reality that you're choosing but I want you to know and I really want to emphasize this observing and just thinking is not enough and this is why I think it's really important to also share another important thing about how how you truly create your reality on a whole scientific level okay so we're gonna get a little bit more into science but just a little bit more everything in this world has its own electromagnetic signature and even us humans we all have this electromagnetic signature i don't know if you know this but here's another fun fact about me when i was 12 years old i had an epilepsy seizure and when you have an epilepsy seizure you know you get taken into hospital blah 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 i'm fine now i'm healthy and i don't um anymore classify as a, an epileptic person this was long long time ago but i do have a history of that surprise <laughs> so anyways when they take you in the hospital they put um this electrode um hat let's put it that way on your head and they do an eeg you probably know what is an eeg but i know that there are people out there who still don't know and this pretty much 
measures the the electric impulses from your brain. So everything that you think that is going through your brain, this is like a, an electric signature, let's put it that way. And then you have a magnetic signature and magnetic signature is usually your energy and how you feel in your body. So electric signature is something in your mind, your thoughts, what your brain does, let's put it that way. And magnetic signature is how your body feels like, how your heart feels like, pretty much your emotions. And that together, your thinking and how you're feeling creates your own electromagnetic signature. As I said, all things have this electromagnetic signature, but we're going to get into that. So you probably know this, but there always is a link between your emotional state and your heart rhythm. For example, when you're in a negative emotion, like when you're very angry or when you are in fear, you won't feel good. And the reason you don't feel good is because your heart rhythm will change and it will become disorganized. And when you experience a positive emotion, love or joy, um, you feel good. And the reason why you feel good is because your heart is producing highly ordered, coherent patterns. And the more, let's put it this way, the more coherent the waves are, the more stronger you are. And this is why you feel better when you're experiencing positive emotions rather than negative emotions. And I'm going to share one experiment that was shared in that book that was conducted. And then we're going to get to the nifty grifty of uh, how you can use this to your benefit. So pretty much what they did is there was a series of experiments to test healers ability to affect biological system. Uh, in this case scenario, they were trying to change the DNA that was in a test tube, but just with their mind, if that makes sense. So they were all supposed to hold these test tubes containing DNA, but different groups were given different instructions. So the first studied group uh, was supposed to just to feel high elevated emotions, meaning the positive emotions, meaning feeling love and appreciation and nothing else. The second group was supposed to do the same thing, like elevated emotion, but also think and have this intention, a thought that they are changing the DNA that they are holding. And the third group was told to just think to change DNA, but they were instructed not to enter a positive emotional state. So just to repeat, the first one was just positive emotion. The second group was a positive emotion and thought intention. And the third group was just intention. And the only group that managed to change, uh, wind or unwind the DNA that they were holding was the second group that had both positive emotion and intention or thought. So we're going back to the um, electromagnetic signature. So your electromagnetic signature consists of intention slash thought, what you think, and your emotion, how you feel. And this experiment was super important because it showed that it is not enough to just think, oh, I'm going to change about all of these things. If you want to put this into a practical world when, you know, someone is praying or constantly meditating and thinking about, you know, I'm going to manifest all of these things in my life and I'm going to have it this way. But if they, for example, someone prays for, um, let's say, a rich lifestyle, but their whole life they have been taught to feel guilty about it, to feel guilty for having lots of money, their thought is not going to be aligned with their emotion. Their emotion of guilt is not going to be aligned 
with their thoughts. So I hope you kind of understand where I'm going with this. So in order to create the, the reality that you want, it is not enough to just have an intention or just think things are going to happen a certain way. An intentional thought needs like an energizer or a catalyst and that uh, energizer is elevated emotion. So what you think needs to be aligned with how you feel and vice versa. So this is another part from, from the book that will make this super, super clear. You can think of thoughts as electrical charge and feelings as the magnetic charge, as I stated this before. And the thoughts we think, they will send an electrical signal out into the field. So what you think is going to be like an electrical impulse, like to the universe. Hello, universe, I'm searching for this. But in order for this, what you want to bring it back into your life, to draw this reality to you, you also need to have a magnetic charge. So the feelings we generate are going to magnetically draw events back to us. Once again, so when you think, you send this signal to the universe, but then when you feel a good emotion about this thought, that is when this signal is going to be like, oh, I'm going her way, I'm going her way, and you're going to draw this event back to you. This is so epic right now, and I'm pretty sure that majority of us knew all of this because they keep telling us like you have to think but you have to feel but I don't know about you but when I realized all of these things I'm retelling to you right now my mind was simply exploding and some sort of switch happened in my brain we have to change this electromagnetic signature it's not enough to just think and it's not enough to just feel we have to do both and you know when you have in your life certain frustrating life events that keep repeating I'm sorry to break it to you but you need to check your electromagnetic signature. Maybe you're thinking things are going to be better this time, blah, blah, blah. But how are you feeling about it? And vice versa. Maybe you're feeling about it, but you're thinking, you know, maybe you're feeling like, oh, I feel very inspired. I feel motivated, excited. But your mind is subconsciously thinking like, oh, but what if a scenario repeats once again now? Like, I'm sorry to break it to you, but your electromagnetic signature is telling to the universe to keep repeating the frustrating life events back into your life okay so you just have to check your electromagnetic signature leave no benefit of a doubt here like leave the doubts out of the door they don't serve you whatsoever what you think and how you feel has to be aligned and you just have to be observer and it's just as simple as that to end this episode remember when i stated newton's laws are predictable and kind of quantum laws are unpredictable so everything that you want you have to hold a clear vision and align your emotions with it but you are not supposed to predict how this is going to happen in your life because when you are predicting when you are trying to kind of control the outcome when you are controlling you just want to create the familiar outcome and you're pretty much going back to the predictable level to the new let's say newtonian level of predicting events like having this rule of cause and effect and all things creating your realities they don't happen on the newtonian level they have on the quantum level and on the quantum level they happen unpredictably you have to align your thoughts and your feelings but you're not supposed to expect how this is going to happen in your life this is one of the 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 sentences that i really love is like if you want to expect anything expect unexpected but leave the how to the unpredictable quantum field 
I don't know about you, but I still feel ecstatic. <laughs> and I hope that by now, by the end of this episode, you feel ecstatic as well. And that at least some things are resonating with you and that you realized some things and that maybe some things you can work on. Especially, I think, if we talk about electromagnetic signature, I think this is super important. And this is why when people talk about um, law of attraction and when people talk about creating your reality, they all talk about limiting beliefs like the subconscious beliefs that you have to really dig deep because this is why if your electromagnetic signature is not aligned not until you realize what are your limiting beliefs and how you can change them you won't have the outcome that you want i think i'm just going to end the episode here because it was really something to unpack and if you need to re-listen to it to really understand everything stated here feel free to do so also highly recommend the book once again breaking the habit of being yourself by dr joe dispensa pretty much everything stated here was stated um in the beginning of that book as i said this is something that i've been learning for years upon years in university and only now it clicked okay so i had to share it to the world sharing is caring so <laughs> share this with anyone um you think needs to open their mind uh feel free to rate our podcast on Apple, Spotify, and talk to you in the next episode. Bye!